listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry. Guys, I don't know if we are going to be ready for this. Like, this mm. is this is going to be a tough ready. conversation. I it might turn into a knockout dragout. Oh, it might be. I, think, I don't know. I mean, you know, Mobros versus the Nerds, civil. Dawn of Justification. I think this I, this is Dawn of me, Justification. I'm, I am the neutral party here because I'm the Canadian one, so I choose to Why does stay that make you neutral? You Actually, don't just get to be neutral because you's Canadian. Unless you're like Swiss or Swedish. I, think I mean, that's I, I think really I think being works. the licensed therapist makes you <laughs> the, the objective one is really what it boils oh, down I was to. Gonna say, are you looking for a movie that's going to have like better health care <laughs> and So, um, this whole thing is funded by Medi-Cal. <laughs> Get ready for lots of delays. Welcome to Nerds on Film. No. <laughs> um, Weirdest yeah. intro ever. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Nerds I, on therapy. Do we want to? Do we want to intro before we say spoiler warnings? Or and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerds on Film. I'm Brian Moriarty. I'm Sarah Ashley. I'm Roxy Noberry. I'm Sean Moriarty, and with us today is Nerds on Film co-founder and dapper motherfucker. Oh. Yeah. David McGuire. He's literally doing the Muppet flail. <laughs> no, but literally he's David McGuire. That's, that's what I because guess earlier like... he was just David McGuire, but now he's more McGuire. So he's McGuire. 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 Dave McGuire. He is the McGuire. Sir, are looking dapper as fuck. <laughs> With your like Stop. waxed curly hair and your Stop like Alan would physique be proud. and your Apple Watch yeah. and your facial hair. You're looking good, sir. Welcome uh, back. I, I will say, of all those things, I'm most proud of the facial hair because this is taking me years <laughs> to even get this close. Oh. And this is still far from yeah, like, it's, you have it's a full goatee It's looking now. less spotty yeah. than, than it it's used to. Because I just, yeah. It's that old age, that old adage of like, oh, just keep shaving and the hair will go back. Like, <laughs> apparently that's sort of true, I guess. I don't know. Um, you know just, you're not slapping Rogaine on your face? I, yeah, no exactly. Joke. No joke, guys. There was a, like, a good two-week period that was like, what would happen if I did this? <laughs> Honestly, the shaving average only works wearable. for like bikini lines. <laughs> yeah, awkward. So, how's everyone doing? How's everybody else's beard? <laughs> Mine, mine's hey, good. It is frequently thrust upon a bikini line, but not compared to it. I'm Middle Eastern. I come in a large quantity Jesus of this Christ. type of issue. So, um, are you saying you're a squirter? <laughs> are you saying Middle Easterners come in a large quantity? That's what no, I heard. Wow. Motherfucker, wow. I said I deal with a lot of hair. Okay. You know, we, oh, okay. we don't have but many then end the squirting on this podcast. Though. Like but... a court. <laughs> Vaginal discharges, I think, might be Sean, one that I'm gonna. Why wanna, are you afraid of lady parts, Brian? <laughs> I'm not afraid of it. But I want to. Oh like, yeah, he's I afraid. I saw him when he watched his first porn. I don't want to sure. hear about that. I have to hear about male I, discharge no, all the Brian's time. I think we need to talk about more about first time he looked at a pornographic movie that closed up on a vagina is the exact same look he had on his face when he first saw the Sarlacc pit from Return of the Jedi. Identical face. Is oh that what God. it looks like? Yes. And he even said, he's like, is Boba Fett digesting in there? I'm like, no, it's a fucking hairy vagina. Actually, you know, to bring it full circle, you know, actually how I kind of knew I liked uh, girls was... was I knew I liked girls, it was because um, it was because of watching Lois and Clark, actually. Oh. It was, one, what? thinking Terry Hatcher was hot, and oh two... My God. Yeah. Two, uh, it was so many wanting that romantic boners. relationship. Not like I was collecting little kid boners. Let me let me retract. <laughs> little kid boners. I'm collecting <laughs> little kid boners. <laughs> wow. As a so kid, watch your show. I'm very physically boners. attracted to Terry Hatcher. I, I don't. I'm not Jared. 
don't turn me in. Don't turn me in. <laughs> no, no. Let's let's just let's just okay. So let's let's move back on. for a second. Uh, we've, got, we, we've got a review to get to, and we have a time limit oh, yeah. to get to to, to do yes, it within. Do. I should dun, say. Dun, so, yeah. um, we obviously all saw Batman v Superman. Don't spoilers. This. Sorry. Ah! All and the spoilers. All Woo! the spoilers. Are gonna, we're going to talk about every moment of the film. Not every moment, because then we'd be here for another two hours. But <laughs> we would. T- we'll talk about all the key moments, all the key spoilers, what we liked, what we didn't like. You're going to hear a balanced discussion, guys, because you know Sean and I. You've heard the Mobros episodes. We like ourselves some Batman. Yeah, and those suits. were balanced. Mm-hmm. Two fucking hardcore fucking nerds about Batman and Superman. But talking that's why we have with one but, another. But that's why I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, we have one definite people people who like the movie. Because <laughs> guess what? Sean and I fucking love the movie. Let's, I mean, yeah. That's no surprise to anybody. It helps that there was a Moriarty as an assistant director on this fucking film. <laughs> that's, that's right, true. Bruce G. Moriarty. I have no idea who the fuck our he cousin. is. But our cousin. Our cousin. It's our cousin. Our cousin, <laughs> Bruce. Bruce. We called him Bruce Bruce. Bruce. Um, Before the big fat black comedian was called Bruce Bruce. I just want everybody to know. Um, hey, Bruce Bruce. But, no, what, I, what I mean to say is that we know that, you know, Dave has, was not the biggest fan of Man of Steel and was kind of post-critical about... Dark Knight Rises as well. So a like, lot of people. You liked it at first, but you got a little more critical of it later on, I think. It still doesn't make sense to me why the entire police force had to go down into the sewers, but I digress. Dude, yeah. Nobody For really a training likes- exercise, Dave! <laughs> at least that's what they told everyone. Um, so anyway, it's going to be a very spirited discussion. It's going to be good! It's going to be good. So <clears throat> I want to open with saying this. I do say that I think this movie was mismarketed. Uh, I think they, they could have taken off the title Batman v Superman and just called it Dawn of Justice mm-hmm. and made this movie a setup for Justice League because that's kind of what it was. Mm-hmm. But also being the sequel to the Man of Steel, but yet Batman was the main character. And mm. that might seem like Dave, a lot. Be but be polite. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dave, be nice. I'm but that, that, that's just my, my initial take on the film. All right. Well, and before we... I also want to say something before we get into the meat of this. This movie was over-marketed to, a, like, an exhausting point, yes. okay? yeah. Every fucking amazing part of that movie and every reveal was shown to you in the trailers. Yeah. So they marketed it improperly, and, well, I mean, I guess not. They made, like, almost, what? What are they at? Like, at $600 half, million dollars or yeah, something? So they made a shit little money, right but yeah. it made this, the story suffer. So before, before, suffer. So that being said, we know what the Mobros thought. Let's everyone just, in one quick th- thumbs-up, thumbs-down, what was your impression of the movie? Or if you want to give a star rating, give a star rating. Whatever it is, just so we know. I feel going like in. Um, I feel like Lucius in Gladiator when he's about to like give the thumb. You know. Oh, you're like, not sure. You're just you're, yeah, you're yeah. stuck in the middle there. Do I want to like let him live or kill him? Right. I don't know. I, I'll let this movie live for sure. Thumbs up. I'm I'm, I'm probably down the middle. Like. Oh yeah, he is. Oh. Hey. Like there are things about this movie that I care for. Uh. And then there's more things that I don't care for. And it has nothing to do with the actors. has nothing to do with performances. It has everything to do with story mm. and the writing and really the editing. Like, it looks pretty as fuck. Yeah, the editing definitely had some... I, I, I'll, yeah. I'll agree with you because they so, had to take I'm a gonna, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to say I'm down the middle and then I'll elaborate as we go along. So. Okay, thank you. Neither Siskel nor Ebert. <laughs> I like to think of myself as a roper. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so a total douchebag. <laughs> Why do you think I'm losing weight? Yeah. Hi, I'm Richard Roper and I'm dead inside. <laughs> Sarah? So, I'm going to give this a... Six out of ten. 
Okay, that's about Ooh, pretty average. That's, that's about unpar. Favorable. Six precogs out of sixty percent is still passing, folks. I just want to <laughs> yeah, remind you. Yeah, yeah, and that's. I mean, and that's having mold on it a little bit more because when I initially walked out, I think I had given it. I think I just had said like it was a C. Okay. So that's so it's. So, my, you, so it actually went down. It went down. <laughs> Thinking about it more, it went down. But it grabbed yeah. and, and I'm gonna go ahead and also just like I want to lay out where I'm coming from on this movie. I did not read any early critic reviews. I still have not read any critical reviews. I have only looked at the number scoring on Rotten Tomatoes. Which at this point, I believe, is at 29. Yeah, it's at 29. Yes. But I'm, talking about the, and I'm also talking about the fan ones. The fan yeah. ones are still in the 70s. Still, still in the 70s. In, yeah. That's pretty good. Which That's is a, average. It's a C. It's, yeah. also, it's also a um, very wide yeah. delta there. Mm-hmm. Continue. Um, and kind of looked also at star ratings. like Because when you like click into it, it's like right. two stars, one yeah. and a half stars, right. three stars. Like, so it's all... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, as far as the hype for the movie... I saw the initial teaser trailer and I saw the first trailer that came out and that was it. I never saw the revamp trailer. Oh, you didn't see the I, second or third trailer? I know because I because I didn't wasn't that hyped for the movie. So yeah. Yeah. because I wasn't into Man of Steel as much. Um, yeah. However, I mean, like kind of coming into it, I still had higher expectations, but like was not like as hyped as I usually get for like a Marvel movie, say, because you know I'm not crazy about You DC. weren't Star yeah. Wars. Well so your bias no. is you tend to lean toward Marvel. I tend to lean I tend to lean toward Marvel Marvel and Batman is really one of the only DC characters that I really know more about and that I appreciate. I like I like what I have seen of Wonder Woman, but I'm not like you know, neck deep in Wonder Woman. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, considering this is the first film appearance of Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah, 75 years after awesome. she was created. I, mean, I think we can say yeah. we're all fans of the David E. Kelly straight to DVD pilot that no one ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but so there's, so there's, that's just kind of where I'm coming from. I'm like, I feel like I'm coming from a fairly, fairly neutral place. Yeah. And, yeah. and walked out kind of going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wanted to just, I wanted to add on to that in the sense that I'm coming from a place where I have no allegiance to either franchise. I didn't read comic books growing up, so I never was like a Marvel kid. You're, you're, you're never, the legit movie nerd. Yeah, we're all legit movie nerds, but you don't have any. I have no bias, bias toward comic books towards whatsoever. Right, yeah. right. Um, I loved Batman because Batman to me is like, like to me like you've got Iron Man, which is cool because he's got the lasers and stuff like. But Batman to me was, and as I got older, was this cool character that was. He's damaged, and he's just trying to work through his issues by punching people in the face. Like, and I related to that because it was just like he had a cool fucking car. He had great utility belt, since billions of dollars, and billions of dollars. Where it was like, because it's like you always go like, where does he get the money? It's like he just shits it, and then it's like, oh, battering done. Like, I I never had an allegiance. So going into this, I I had nothing but, and I kept saying this to Brian because I was like, look. I saw the trailers. I remember it was like 11 o'clock at night and they dropped the second trailer that showed Doomsday for the first time. And I remember texting Brian from my room to his room and I was like, this is not going to be good. Like, I'm not sold. And because what I didn't like, and Sean, I'm with you, is that the marketing of this movie was so, so like, just not balanced. Like, Like, we never understood what the tone was. Like, the first trailer that dropped was like super serious, super dark, 
Like, we're going to see a really dark version of this. And then the second one was like, hey, let's throw some jabs in. Like, I thought she was with you. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Isn't that funny, buddy cop scenario thing? Ha <laughs> ha. Like, and then we saw the third one, which just showed Batman kicking ass in the warehouse, which was awesome. The, the best part of the movie. Yeah, it was good. Equally. Because yeah. I, I just recently played the Arkham Asylum game. So nice. I was like, oh, they straight up stole it from the game. Yeah. And they're like, no, yeah. we didn't. I was like, I don't care if you yeah. did. That was fucking amazing. It was, it was the best I, best I, Batman I, fight. I don't ever. Want to, I'll save it for when we talk about fight choreo. But um, yeah, so let's. How do we want to do this? Do we want to basically kind of give everybody a chance to talk about one aspect of it at a time? Like we can like say let's talk about the acting and then talk about the acting. I or like. I, I would say why don't we do this? I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Acting, I think, is going to come kind of come in it come with that. Okay. I say we talk about uh, characters. Sure. Oh, good. Character representations. Okay. Because there's a lot of opinions on those. Uh, the key plot points that are the spoilers, for sure, okay. of the film. Um, and then technical shit. Because like, okay. we think we that. all agree that the movie... It looked good. It looked yeah. fantastic. I think no one questions that. Because so. I'm in the closet all the time. Can I go first? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So let's, talk okay. about, let's, so let's talk about Superman. Okay. Yeah. Because... I still didn't care about him. Yeah. I left uh. Man of Steel... Hold on, hold on. I left Man of Steel feeling like, okay... It was his first thing, like, we have to introduce him with an origin story again. I still feel cheated that we didn't get this thing where it was like, he's trying, like, because the marketing in that movie, too, was like, here's a guy who's trying to figure himself out. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he's a fucking superhero with godlike powers, right? And then what we got was, like, this ADD-riddled movie where it was just sort of, like, everywhere. Yeah. And when this movie came up, like, my biggest, my biggest complaint about Batman versus Superman was that there's this great story for Superman and the, the entire question of do we need a Superman like that in and of itself is a movie like that should have been the second one because I wanted to get to know Superman yeah. I wanted to breathe with him I wanted to live in him I wanted to be able to understand wow that, that's really Whoa. creepy I wanted to get like revenant with him and like cut him you open just, and like wow. sleep inside you, of his carcass you just went like Equus for a second yeah. I want to be with you I want to be in you I want to be in you but I just I, I, I left feeling like I know more about Batman and Ben Affleck's version of Batman than I do Henry Cavill's Superman. I, I, and, I and think... Like, when we have, like, this dramatic moment... Sorry, I know I'm going to be jumping ahead, but, like, when the, when the Senate blows up and he's just sitting there, like, looking sullen, I'm like, I don't care. Like, you're not... Like, the, the way that the story is written, you're not giving me enough to want to care about what's happening to you. So when the big finale comes at the end, I'll let someone else spoil it, I, I, I couldn't shed a tear. I had no emotion to it because he was a character who was just sort of like there. So that's that that's where I'm coming from on Superman. I wanted more. Sean's going to explode. I'm not going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> you notice how he, Dave, he, he Dave, deliberately calmed his voice. Dave, your opinion is that you were not invested in Superman based on what you saw. But from two movies, Man of yes. Steel and... Batman vs. Superman, I was enthralled by Superman's story. I appreciated it in the first movie, Man of Steel, how the subtlety and the acting from Henry Cavill gave you a bigger window into who he was and getting to know him, rather than trying to just put it... I mean, because Man of Steel, there's plenty of parts of it that have, like, no dialogue. And I was totally fine with that. So... It's, it's valid that your opinion is that you were not invested in him, but I see what you're saying, how a lot of people don't understand the way that like you said, the editing and Man of Steel's editing. So those were edited and put together like a graphic novel reads. And you admit that you're not a person who read comics and had any allegiance. 
a, a graphic novel's pace and a graphic novel's strange structure is what a lot of people had a problem with. But being somebody like myself who has read those constantly, yeah, I really yeah. appreciated that. And like I said before, the subtlety and ever that, I did feel invested in, in Man of Steel, maybe because the character has been so prolific throughout history that yeah. like you may not need that much. You just have to understand these situations and see the acting to get where he's... You make up in your own head to a degree where he's coming from and how he's feeling. I see that point, too. I want to save my opinion till I've heard Sarah and Roxy talk, but okay. Sarah, mm-hmm. Superman. So, I, I like Henry Cavill's performance. I think he's a good actor. That said, I and I, I totally actually get the editing that you're talking about with the the comics. I didn't actually put that together before, but now that you say that, I do. I definitely appreciate that aspect of it. But however, are you drinking port? Hmm. No, it's uh, Fernet Branca. That's oh, what I was like. Funny he's, drinking, he's drinking it's a Funny Branca. Funny Branca. This shit is intense, but uh, I'm a, part of the cult now. A wee teeny I'm working class. on getting my challenge coin from the rep when they come into town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry, I got distracted by your tiny wine glass. Um, hey, no, this is a, sorry, this is a Great American Beer Festival's uh, uh, farm to table pavilion oh. tasting glass. Oh. All right, let's get Thank going. Thank you, let's Alan. Get going. Yeah, so, um, so I feel like. While I appreciated his performance, um, I felt like the character was too passive Mm. um, in the movie that when you look at the balance between like just his case against Batman versus Batman's case against Superman to set up that conflict, the the conflict was really weak on Superman's side. It kind of came out of nowhere and it didn't it didn't feel robust enough to me. And I felt like... um, Despite the fact that I, yes, watched the Christopher Reeve movies, I watched Lois and Clark. I still don't feel like I know jack shit about Superman, which is probably why I don't relate to him. I, because he's, yeah. We don't know that much about Jesus. Oh, well, and no, I don't no, no, relate no, no, no. to Jesus either. So um, I don't. I, and to, I think to your add to your point too. I don't think film the film and TV worlds have really sure. done him justice as far as his internal that's struggle. That's totally fair. Um, I will say this that I this might be kind of dan- dancing into more into plot points, but one of the comics that we always had sitting on the shelf in, in my living room growing up was the Death of Superman. Oh comic. yeah, no, we got we got to save that for. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. I'm just saying I one thing that I am really glad about is that the movie had the balls to actually do it. Okay. And had the balls to have like the tone and later, a lot but... of the imagery. Well, we're going to, I mean, we all exactly. well, we'll, we'll get spoilers, to it. but I'm just saying like, Superman it, fucking dies, everyone. That little part at the end made me then care a little bit about the character. Yeah. But for the most part, still do not give a shit about that, about Superman. <laughs> Hold on. Dave, so. Dave's going to, Dave is also going to explode. Now Roxy's got to talk. Roxy, Superman. Um, to be honest with you guys, like I'm. She's just in her phone, not caring about anything we're talking about. Like, I was. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was texting. I was on Snapchat. I'm trying to find a fucking plot point thing. I'm looking it up. Shut up. Oh, we don't need that. Trust me. I we. No, I had this point that I was gonna make about how I'm really sick and tired of watching all these whiny white boys play and complain, and I was really happy to see some strong ass like 
female characters and mm. some plot development and no more fucking origin stories. Okay, please. fine, fine, but, but what about, focusing on Superman. What about Superman himself? Like, I don't give a fuck. Okay, alright. <laughs> so, and this one didn't help. Honestly, I mean, when he actually bled, I thought that was kind of climactic. Like, that was kind of a cool mm-hmm. moment. Um, but to be, and, and, and that part where he was in space and he was all shriveled up and like dead. When, when they, they try to nuke Doomsday to see yeah. if that will kill him. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a totally impartial movie goer, just going for the thrills, the thrills and the thrills. I mean, I didn't grow up reading the comic books. Uh, however, I am a fan of Frank Miller mm-hmm. as yeah. a comic book writer. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked how they <coughs> paid homage to Dark Knight Returns. For sure, they okay. definitely, they definitely. So talking about Superman in <coughs> conjunction with all of this, I mean, yeah, Henry Cavill is not really that likable. I mean, he's just I don't really like him as a person. I don't really trust him to play as likable of a character as Superman. He's so, a dick. He is kind of a dick actually. Really? Like, you read all these like, interviews that he does and he really talks out of his ass a lot. Mm. Like he's just not a likable dude. And I think of like Christopher Reeve. I think yeah. about um, even fucking, what's his face? Ripley Believe It or Not guy. Dean Cain. Dean Cain. Sorry everyone. Dean Cain. But like, but, like people who are so clearly charming individuals yes. in real life who can clearly play a charming yeah. individual yes. as a comic book character. Yes. If if Clark Kent but the super is hometown boy like Smallville, then why can't we carry that into Zack Snyder's world? But it's a Zack Snyder movie, so it's course of course it's gonna be a gigantic, you know, clusterfuck of visual effects and really shallow characters. Yeah, I mean, I think... (laughs) Sean just looked heartbroken. (laughs) I am not a fan of Zack Snyder. That's happened with Zack Snyder like twice. It doesn't always happen with Zack Snyder. I'm sorry, Watchmen really disappointed me. Oh, well, fuck you then. Sean. (laughs) It didn't disappoint all of us. Sean, it is not your turn. (laughs) It's not your turn. It's like the episode of The Simpsons where it's like, look, please, you can see the moment when Sean's heart breaks. It's right here. (laughs) You hear Sean go, So, oh, man. I mean, I liked the movie. I just was disappointed with the Superman portrayal overall. Like I said, I, I grew up on Christopher Reeve and on Dean Cain and on Tim Daly's Superman, too, because wow. Tim Daly was the voice on the, the animated series. Nice. When did you get started oh, yeah, to remember from Dean Cain? And um, <laughs> this is about 2000. Um, so uh, So you grew up on him. Oh God! <laughs> what what is the title of the other episode of our podcast that you that you talked about this as well? <laughs> uh, the the Mo Bro Soup Show, I believe, was when we talked see, about this. See, he just knows shit. Yeah, I'm like Rain Man when it comes to these episodes. I <laughs> but um, definitely that episode. So <laughs> Tim Daly wings is Tim Daly. <laughs> I always get fucking heckled when I get the mic. I, yeah. I, I, I know you're not. We have to try to take you oh, down. Oh yes, but you're giving me that smug look of I don't interrupt you at all. This <laughs> is this is a Mobro show, so, so okay, of course. Okay, Brian, okay let's continue. Brian, so, what did you think of Superman? I kind of agree with Sean in that because he's so prolific, and same thing with Batman too. These are 75 year old characters. There, this movie I think was made for for the hardcore fans of the comics who follow the comics. Yeah. So much so that they just show you glimmers of what the current, the contemporary approach to these characters are, and they leave you to fill it in your mind. I think the flaw with that, though, is that the, the layman doesn't get that, and this is the first time where I think we've seen big-budget niche filmmaking, where we're, we're talking about a $250 million movie made for a small portion of people who will fucking love it, and then a bunch Except of people who think it's just 75% okay. of people? Yes. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then just a small portion of people, or a lot of people who just think it'll be okay. Yeah. Um, that being said... 
am I crazy about Snyder's dark DC universe? Not really. Like, it looks awesome. I, I appreciate it being done earnestly. I think Nolan's was earnest too, but I don't think the dark Superman who even has an angry look on his face when he's coming to, to save Lois from a bunch of terrorists, like that, that kind of annoyed me a little bit. That being said... Well, he was just pooping. To me, I like Henry Cavill. I think he looks the most like Superman of, of any person who's ever played him. I think he gets certain aspects of the character right. I'm glad that they didn't do nerdy Clark Kent. I think that he's... I mean, the glasses are always kind of there, but, like, he's not a nerd. And I'm like, that's, and I like that because of the Dean Cain Clark Kent, too. He was not a nerd. And, like, great. We've kind of... That's a little tired for me. I think mm-hmm. we can bring that in the future. I'm fine with him, with Lois knowing who he is. I'm fine with him living together at this point. Those things were all okay with me. What bothered me was that they they got better with this movie. With he was trying to save people first, and then before punching people. Mm-hmm. Those glimmers to me were like, okay, that's where I saw Superman. I think for me, Superman being the guy who wants to be a friend and who wants to help people. This movie and these two movies have been about him becoming that, not getting there yet, even though he has the cape already, but him still learning. What and, does the cape have to do with it? Well, a lot of people. Who hold on to the old myth, believe that, no, it was Jonathan Kent who made Clark Superman. Clark just put on a cape to, to, and then reflected those morals. I think this Superman was more of Superman who's trying to figure himself out. And he makes a decision, and he says, and I, I tear up every time I saw it. I'm not going to tear up now. Mm-hmm. But when sure I, I, I listen to the soundtrack today, too, and I hear that the music interlude for that, we'll talk about the score in a second, too, or uh, later, because <laughs> this score was, um, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't think that's who should be for But when he says, you know, when he looks over to Lois and says, I love you, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, my God, are they going to do Death of Superman? Aww. They're going to fucking do Death of Superman. And they said, this is my world. And this whole movie has been about what, what world does he belong to? He always believed he was an outsider. So, hang on. Let me, so he accepts that his job is he has to be this, the planet's savior. Mm-hmm. Not that he can be, but that he he must be now, and that he has to sacrifice himself to do it. Or try to be, because he can't really be everywhere at once. I think the act of him sacrificing himself, knowing that he was gonna he was not gonna come out of that doomsday fight, made him Superman. And what I hope for is that going forward, this will be the opportunity for him to be the beacon of light in a very dark DC universe. Mm. Um, counterpoint, yes, Dave. Okay. <clears throat> I get that. I see where you guys are coming from, and I totally, 100% appreciate your points of view. However, from a layman, yeah, we can't use the excuse that they've been around for 75 years, and we should know everything about the, the idiosyncratic things about Superman and Batman. Like, sure, that works, but like, not. And I'm going to try very hard not to be a, a comparison and but two properties together, but. When we saw the the formation of the Avengers, we took characters that were more or less B characters, sure, but they're characters who, if you're a hardcore Marvel person and you saw, hey, they're making a Captain America movie, everybody's boner, both men and women, like went to high range and they're like, oh my God, Captain America, I can't wait, this is going to be so great. But even... In watching that movie, they explained the mythos of Captain America and Steve Rogers, and they gave someone like me who has no concept of who Captain America is and what his backstory is, enough so that I could sit there and say, okay, I'm with you. I want to see you fight Red Skull. I want to see you go through this journey. Superman never did that for me. It never once, and quite honestly, 
and I don't want to sit there and bash other people who write because wanting to be a writer myself, like I, I can understand like where these people are coming from. I don't know if David Goyer can relate that to people who are not comic book people because he has such a comic book mind and that's 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 been his audience for x amount of years i mean he was a comic book writer exactly right i mean like i think that's part of the reason why i'm not a big fan of dark knight rises because he wrote that you know mostly but the thing is is that if you're going to give us the death of superman like what i I actually was angry when they killed him off only because it was like I, i i still don't know you not like I don't know who you are. Yeah. Like when well, you say that I love you to Lois Lane, who, but uh, oh, I got thing. some words on Lois Lane. We're already half like, an hour in. We okay. Need to start wrapping this okay. Up. Fine. <laughs> My point is, is that I wanted to care more about him, and I wanted to care that he yeah. died, but I don't. And now I have to like go on this. Now I'm forced to go on this journey where it's like, well, he's gonna come back. Like, okay. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. 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 What? yeah. And, and that's I see that point too. So now. Sarah has a counterpoint she wants to make. I, I, well, I just have one quick point that it's, you know, where you're kind of saying that, you know, having that institutional knowledge to help fill in the gaps, you know, having some institutional knowledge myself and then also going going to that movie with somebody who has a deep institutional knowledge with, with both of those characters, he, did, he hated this movie more than I did. Like, he, there was a lot of it that he was very disappointed about and it wasn't... It wasn't how the characters were portrayed. It was really just more of the the muddling of the of the storylines, putting too much in one movie. So um, I can I can see that, and that's yeah. also why I think it was mismarketed. I think that's why if you call it Dawn of Justice, it's easier. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if it was. I don't. I think the mismarketing was just because I don't even think the marketing team, the marketing department of the studio, knew what to do with it. Yeah. So, um, and I think that I really don't want to blame it on the marketing. I want to blame it on on the script. So. Let's talk. Let's move into Batman. Agreed. And we'll kind of go from there. Let me start this one. You can go ahead and start, Sean. All right. Everybody was fucking really tight about Benny Affleck playing Batman. (laughs) But I gotta say, like everybody's asshole tightened with a piece of coal and it about to be a diamond. (laughs) But he he fucking killed it. I thought Affleck was the most comic book accurate batman that we've seen yeah you know what it's the machine guns and the body count but yes well it so, depends on what batman that you like yeah if it it's, depends if this on was what the, batman you like because batman yeah. has killed and batman's gone back and yeah. forth but even the batman returns. that we know in you know uh quotation marks that we all think batman doesn't kill batman doesn't brand people this ain't your daddy's batman mm-hmm. is what i'm trying to say ain't your mama's that's what I thought was awesome. yeah <laughs> well, he, he's also a war-torn batman I, I agree with that but continue yeah this is this is like isn't this kind of supposed to be like post him killing joker batman so like no joker's alive in this, nah, in this yeah because yeah. it's still okay. in the same uh I think, universe as suicide squad i okay. think honestly the reason why he did that and like there there was another thing that i'd watched um from the, the from the screen junkie shows and, the, and and they really pegged it was that um i think that the reason why he's killing and i agree with this thought is because of robin dying like he's just in a yeah bit of rage. having sure. having this person who he cared about Yep. Right, like murdered, and then the fact that he still has it like idolized in front of him as a daily reminder of, of how he of, failed. Of how, like, yeah. I think that's where okay. Bruce Wayne is. Sure. Yeah, and so, I and Dave, I want to say that I think that that part was too brief, and they should have yes. elaborated yeah, on that more and given Batman that should have been part of what they gave more Batman to do in that movie. I do agree that there was agree <laughs> characters that were un- underutilized for sure, and yeah. that they could have cut other shit and put more of that, and put more of him and, and Alfred talking about that specifically. Yeah, to give you more of like a why is he the? Because I don't think they gave you enough no. of why he's that grim. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, 
Okay, Sarah, Batman. First time I've ever been sexually attracted to Ben Affleck. Oh my god, me too. Sorry, Ben like, Hooflex. Ben who? Ben Hooflex. There we go. Ben and at like that fit the CrossFit Batman. Dude, no, 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 no. Not even the working out <laughs> like, scene. Like, like salt and pepper. Yes. Like jaw, jawline. Yes. You know what? Like, like, you know what happened? Shoulders. Like, Dude, oh. it, I'll tell you the moment. I'll tell you, you the moment. You hold that child and you look into that sky. It's the moment where he's yes. pretending to be drunk and goes, I like those shoes. That's the part where <laughs> no. this episode just failed the Bechdel test. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck you guys. Go, Sarah. The moment where he goes in, he's like going into Metropolis and like, oh, that was badass. and like, he's like driving through, and then there's like one part where he's like looking down at something, and he like looks up, and he's just got like perfectly arched, angry eyebrows, and oh, it's yeah. like, I'm ready to fucking fight right now, and I'm like, I'm ready to take off your shirt right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, love, I love that moment because he gets down, and he's like, this look in his eyes is like, fuck, I don't have my suit. Yeah, it, you know, I don't if care. This, if this was the Schumacher version, the suit would have been in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Right. It was, I mean, it was <laughs> in a duffel bag, apparently. Right. You a, duffel bag. a seventy-five yeah. pound rubber suit in a duffel bag. Sure. <laughs> um, so he, he, the performance was absolutely stunning. Um, I did not need to see his goddamn motherfucking origin again. Okay, yes, you did. Wait a second. You no. absolutely did. I will. I will argue this. They the did it so short. Let they me did it so short. Okay. Okay. Brian, finish. you take this one. Oh my! No, hold on. Let her finish. We are outnumbered, motherfuckers. I completely understand why you would need it to have their little. Your mom's Martha. I'm Martha. And I'm just the garage. Three minutes oh long. God, it's a truncated version. What, it, it was I will, over I will, the fucking I will, credits. I, I will defend that moment oh too. But you can I'm defend it that. all you want. Sarah, I'm we're going we'll into Mo Bro like for us to disagree. Because <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're 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 trying to be cordial about this. Yeah. So let her say her moment. You get to defend. She's she's disrespecting my boy. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm walk it off, just, Brian. Jesus. I'm seeing red, guys. I'm seeing let, red. I don't know what's let, gonna happen. Let her finish. I understand that <laughs> that Batman being Batman is because of his parents' death and all that, but we've seen Batman's development. This is a new Batman, so mm-hmm. I wanted to see the evolution away from that little fucking kid who fell into a bat cave. Like I want and apparently flew. But it was bat. so and well was done, though, yeah. in the slow mo version and the pearls over the fucking slide on the gun. Well, okay, so it's all about the whole dream sequence piece, yeah, right? I he's mean, having these dreams and these nightmares. Like and I under like again, yeah. yeah. But there was a way that you could have done it where it was a lot faster, sure. a lot more efficient. Yeah, it was yeah. really fast. That was less than three minutes. It was like a couple minutes. But it, they kept going back to and it. They kept going, and it just it just dragged and yeah. there were there were other aspects too his other dream sequence where they went into the injustice storyline i i understand that that's probably a lead into a way of like foreshadowing to where they're gonna go to justice oh, league that and was kind of sick yeah, yeah but they didn't need it and on and honestly actually the fight choreography that was in that injustice sequence was yeah. not good his oh. costuming was pretty awesome well, is that the desert i'm it's sorry called, injustice yeah, is that the desert it's actually scene? called yeah. the nightmare it's the nightmare with a k it's it's just his, it's the, his nightmare. the one that got me the worst was the, the grave at Martha's where you also grave. see the flash sure. yes where yeah, the yeah. oil came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that um, was fucking creepy. I agree that with you, was Sarah, really creepy. That but I, I felt like, but I felt like they didn't need all yeah. those dream sequences for his character. I felt like it didn't really do that much to evolve the plot along. Mm. So much as just use it for foreshadowing it, for where they're gonna go. It's it's so much foreshadowing that if if more people agreed with the movie, I think it would have been a more effective way to set up the. I mean, it's like. It's like they were showing you an extended version of Lord of the Rings, and you're a big fan of Lord of the Rings, <laughs> like, and then you're not a big fan of Lord of the but, Rings, and you're like, 
why does all this shit and no, they're getting well, to it eventually but if you're not invested in it it's like fuck it i i kind of feel like like you need everybody needed to see the the theatrical cut of lord of the rings to appreciate this extended By the cut. way, people are losing their shit that I'm comparing this movie that people think is dog shit to Lord of the Rings. I mean, <laughs> I, just, I, I, understand, I understand the comparison that you're coming from. Yeah. I just yeah. think that you need the theatrical cut to appreciate the scenes from yeah. the extended one. But well, wait, we got the R-rated cut. Okay, oh, comment. Doomsday has point, a We're, fucking oh, floppy Sean, Dr. Manhattan cock in the okay. R-rated version. Well, just... So, right. My two cents on Batman. I agree with everything. I think that he knocked it out of the park. The suit was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was reading up on it and they're like, yeah, we went with a fabric over Mm -hmm. like rubber this time around. It was like a really dense fabric. Dope suit. Loved the texture. Loved the cowl. I loved. It was bulletproof. I loved his fucking fight scene. Like in the warehouse. And I. We've seen, you know, Keaton do like the I have to move my body, and then like, <laughs> but know, I can't move my neck. Oh, I can't move. Like for up until about you know George Clooney, everybody was like, meh, meh. You just come to me, and I just move my. I'm like a fucking like rock and sock and robot. Yeah. And then like Christian Bale came around, and we were like, okay, he can kind of move. This was the best, most accurate, amazing fight scene from Batman that I've seen because we got to see him actually kick some mind your fucking ass, and he was like. He wasn't just like Adam West where he was like, I'm just going to use like a tool or maybe two tools. <laughs> like he used his environment. He used the grappling hook to grab the box and hit the guy. He used like oh. his thing. Like it the was grenade. just an amazingly yeah. awesome fight. Yeah. And yeah. then like, then they button it with that really cute moment of levity, which this movie severely needed throughout it. When yeah, he I'm says, a friend of your son. She's like, yeah, I figured with the cape. Like that was a great moment. Yeah. And like, He's just really good. I love the modulation. A lot of people fucking hated it. I liked that it was technology that, that disguised his voice. Mm-hmm. We didn't like Made we, sense. we didn't get the Christian Bale like, hey, where are the jokes going? <laughs> like we got which I liked. Don't get me wrong, but I liked the fact that it was too many that there, Reds. That there was a that there was a, a scientific <laughs> explanation to why he's going to do that. Science, and I loved it because yeah. it was like, oh, that makes sense because you're yeah okay totally. I completely agree. I loved Baffleck. I think he was yeah. a winner. <laughs> Moving um, on. I will say, okay, yeah, I agree. He was a great. It was a great performance. Great costume. Some really awesome fighting. I, I love the fact when the guy takes the gun to his head and like it actually like fires and it bounces off. Like, oh shit! It's like it's a like they showed the true bulletproof aspects of the suit for the first time. Nice. Um, I thought the it was good that they kept the origin quick. Yeah. Um, it was slow. It could have been faster, but it, it could have been longer, too. Um, and I think it was important to this movie because of... It was funny, because when they when they said Martha, when Thomas Wayne's dying, he says Martha, and then they mentioned Martha Kent in the end. It's like, wait, Vanessa looked over at me and said, they're both... Their moms are named Martha. I said, I know, it's a silly coincidence. Not knowing that it was going to come into a... <laughs> become uh-huh. a key plot point could later on. The coincidence of a lifetime. Yeah. Which, and- by the way, like, if you're not a person like us who gets that and knows the comics, it seems really ham-fisted. And it's, I get yeah. that. No, it's it's a... It was... Truth be told, how they end up naming their both their moms the same thing, complete accident. Um, however... No, I mean, I'm just saying, having that, knowing that, like, yes, okay, they yes. both are named Martha. Okay, yes. cool. Like, I don't think that they was, I don't think it was mistaken that that was something that they would come up with for the sake of the movie. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I, but I, I mean, without, without Bat, without Bruce still getting my point. seeing, yeah. without Bruce hearing that, like, his last memory of his dad's last words were Martha, 
it doesn't make sense at the end. Yeah. So why that would stick so, in his head yeah, so much. Yeah, so Brian. So uh, when he says, why did, you, why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Everyone laughed and thought that movie, that, that moment was stupid. I didn't think it was stupid because the whole movie is framed where Superman is the protagonist, Batman is the main character. And you see the whole movie from Batman's perspective. Right. And Batman sees Superman as this alien in a red cape who means well, but is a terrorist. He's a false god, yeah. A false god. Doesn't know anything about his background. Doesn't even know that he was raised by humans. He just sees him as just, oh, he came down with the rest of them. Fuck yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to destroy him. And when he moment he realizes that he he's human, that he's that he has a mother, and her mother is an Earth mother. And he thinks back to his own mother when he hears his parents. He it's all in his eyes. He thinks. God, if my parents were alive now, what what would they think of what I'm doing right now? Because yeah, what is Batman's entire thing that he's doing with his life is trying to prevent exactly what happened to and him. And he is from becoming just as else. grim as the people he's trying to to defeat. And in that moment, as silly as it sounds, in that moment, he snaps out of this rage that he's been that he's been building up. And that's why I think it's also important later when he's up against Lex Luthor and he brands the wall instead of branding him. Like, that was a turning point. You saw Batman have a change, and you realize he's taken this way too fucking far. He's letting his rage consume him. And he, it was all in Affleck's eyes, and him throwing away that fucking spear. And it was brilliant. I loved that moment. It was the best moment in the movie's story, I think, next to Superman choosing to sacrifice himself. And I'm sure his divorce helped fuel that. Yeah, <laughs> alimony can really... Oh, I just thought about Jennifer Garner <laughs> with our kids by the so, pool and me in an apartment. <laughs> in West Hollywood. So I, I, I agree, yes, on the turning point. I agree on on Ben Affleck being Stupid. acting that part very well. I, I agree with pretty much everything you just said. But I still think that just the name Martha was not enough to sell it. Like I, I still think that was just a little too easy. I think it goes back and, to the filling I, in the filling in the the, the blanks. Maybe, maybe. But I, I guess I I would want. I feel like there's such a rich history of Batman and Superman being friends, and like I was like there there has to be some other commonality more than just a dink. That that makes that ties them together. That makes them allies. I feel like there has to be something better than that. They, and, they're and, not and there necessarily is. allies yet. We're seeing the very beginning sure. where he meets him. Yes. This happens. Then he dies. So we have a whole like no. I, more to I, go. I you know what I mean. Like not like yeah. I know not, what you mean. Yeah. To, something something for them to not be against each other, but to to fight together against Doomsday for for them to yeah. to somehow. Align. Well, it's really tough for Batman to fight Doomsday. Well, we should have gotten... He stays on the sidelines, mostly like, Hey, guys, is that giant monster that could kill me easily gone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I have a grenade. Which, he, uh... Doomsday <laughs> looked really good. Doomsday looked like... like he looked like, looked like, like an orc with, his, with an exoskeleton. He looked like how he looks in the comic. I disagree well, completely. Fine. No, in the comics, just, he looks more like look Superman. At the, look at Doomsday like and then say that I just, I just, I just want to say that I agree with Sarah here. Is that... You, again, coming from a layman's point of view, like you are in a, p- a position where they don't fight for the first light. Like they're not doing this versus thing for like an hour and a fucking half. It's yeah. like yeah, it's an hour like, and a half. It's, it's like right before the third act is about to start. Mm-hmm. And then, well, like, what do you mean by versus though? Because I mean they are but no, but I mean, odds like, throughout the actual the like the coming actual together. Like, that everyone and this is where happen. I think the marketing was bad. Is that in the marketing there was that moment where they're meeting at Lex Luthor's and like they played it in the trailer like they were being coy with each other and mm-hmm. they knew who each other. Like they knew 
each other's identity. Yeah. And then, like, when you see that moment in the movie, they're like, hey, we're just two dudes, but we don't like each other. And it's just like, you, what? Like, you, you, you have this moment where they can fight, and the fight's, like, maybe ten minutes. And you've been fucking cock-teasing us yeah. for an yeah. hour and a fucking half. And then you finally go, like, hey, your mom has my name? Your mom's name is my mom's name? And that again, that again I think, goes to the marketing. If yeah. you don't call it Batman v Superman and you don't show mostly them fighting in all the trailers and give away all that shit, yeah. it yeah. would have been way more effective. But, but like the emotional weight of it, though, I have to agree with Sarah in the sense that like you, you I don't believe that all of a sudden like you, you, you've, 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 you've built it up and then it's just like this really lackluster, yeah. okay, we have to get into the third act kind of resu- resolution. It's kind of like title aside, you still spent all that time building up them being against each other and just to have it go away really fast. I don't think it should have been a a Batman v Superman movie, period. Because Batman and Superman aren't supposed to fight. Mm -hmm. Like... They, Even though they this have was an idea. Times. This is keep in mind. This was an idea that they've had since the two thousands. Oh, we should get them to fight each other. Even though it doesn't make any sense for them to fight. Except they did it a hundred times in the comics, Brian. They've done. They've been at odds as far as they disagree with their approaches to crime fighting. But they've they've really only fought truthfully, like hands out, like knuckles, fist, drag out fight was in Night, Dark Knight Returns. Was that and, the one where he like where Batman like fakes his own death at the end? Because there, yep. there was one where he they fought Spoilers. each other. Like Superman takes him to the alley where his where Batman's parents died, yep. and they fight the fuck out of each other. And Batman's been prepping for weeks, and at the very end, mm. he fakes his own death, and then Superman. No, no, yeah. Dark Knight Returns is where like the Superman's being manipulated by the government to like take out Batman because he's a like a essentially in that like a political activist right. slash yeah. crime fighter. But so, is, and but that's where the idea of the suit came on, the big suit and that's right. old Batman like yeah. but that's, uh, prepping that was a great training sequence. That was based <laughs> off of a whole big <laughs> amount of setup. So Hello. I don't think I think the movie should have been about them and they I mean they did eventually work together, but I think the movie should have been less about them trying to fight each other or, or having or like the, have Luke, Lex Luthor orchestrate that fight more Which, than like, I mean, that was the most ill-conceived, lazily put together. Like Batman had stakes for this fight, and Superman's like, uh, like I don't want to do mom. this. And then it's like, I got your mom, man. And it's like, I get why there's emotional weight, but it's like, so that's the like that's his reason for entering the ring. Like I get it, but at the same time, like you've got somebody who genuinely hates you, right? And you and you're like you're using another like it's just mm-hmm. Lex Luthor. Which I guess is a good segue for me. Like, I give him a thousand percent props for committing to the part. Mm-hmm. Not once <laughs> did I not believe that he was Lex Luthor. Like, he created his own thing. And I say, bravo to you. I didn't care for it. No, <laughs> it I still didn't like most. it. I think well, like... he's also not the Lex Luthor that we've all known. He's right. Lex I didn't like him either, honestly. Here's, here's, here's what I wanted from him, though, is I wanted more backstory again Mm -hmm. this movie had so many it was like it 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 was like we were watching something where we like we didn't get like the like the the preface of like what had happened before it was like we walked in on a scene and we're like oh where did these people come from and we have no backstory on lex luther jr and i feel like it would have served the story more had we understood why he's apparently got some like tick in his face or like why he's crazy and it's just like and like I, I i get that that it's a choice but jesse eisenberg was playing another person that sounded and acted the same like he always fucking does and i wanted something different from him i actually i'm the only person here who actually enjoyed that performance and i think it's no i did 
Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, there's okay, two good. of us. Good, good, good. Um, I think... I was, eh. Sean, we agree on something about this movie. Uh, aside from Ben Affleck being awesome. Um, and wanting to, you know, rub our face on his abs. Of Bat course. Fit. <laughs> I, call, I call butt. Um, I feel like what he did, and probably the reason why they cast Jesse Eisenberg specifically in this, is because it kind of makes Lex Luthor into, into that Martin Shkreli dickhole that we don't like. So, like, it kind yeah. of makes him, like, that young privileged douchey motherfucker who Ooh, has sorry. is martin Shirley the guy that did the aids drug yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. um like making him like kind of like this young privileged kid who's a, who's acquiring an empire even though he doesn't deserve it kind of thing like like i feel like that's isn't I feel, that literally batman and superman too though sure but like that right <laughs> three yes. white privileged whiny yeah, 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 yeah complaining um kids with guns i mean superman doesn't complain that much he's just like yeah, he he, he, burrow, just, he furrows he, his brow. He furrows his brow a lot, um, and then and then fucking has to dream goddamn Kevin Costner back into the fucking movie. I know. <laughs> oh, I almost Sarah. I was watching that and I went, "Oh, Sarah's gonna be pissed." I thought it was necessary. I, I almost. Was necessary. I was, I was so I did not. I like all of a sudden heard white noise because I was just so angry that he was. He was awesome in that part though. His acting was outstanding. I think they just went to his farm and he was like, "Hey." Are you going to be moving rocks this entire day, Kevin? And by the like, way, yeah, I'm going to be. Can no, we just film around you with green here's screen? A, here's the really <laughs> fucked up part, though, is uh, a guy who we know could never do accents and didn't do a southern accent in Man of Steel decided all of a sudden on a mountaintop in a dream oh, that he had Kansas. a Kansas accent. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. <laughs> hey, hey, he heard what you said about his accent problems, yeah. oh and he God. and he applied it. Okay, so I have a question to ask. Did yeah. Since we, we we guys start tying wrapping it up here. Um, we've kind of all talked about the major plot points while talking about <laughs> yeah. the characters. Uh, but we have not talked about Wonder Woman. Ooh! Thank you. That was, or that's the Justice good. League. Can, okay, two seconds before we jump oh. into that. Okay. I need to bitch about Lois Lane. Oh, that too. She is normally a very strong character. She was reduced to bullshit in this movie. Her little chasing the bullet thing... Was, was pointless. Pointless. It was only to make her uh, like. It was to give her something to do. It, like yeah. not only yeah. that, but like I'll agree with that. Like like her like the fact that she was in a tub was clearly just for like and don't get her me wrong. Boob. For my okay, yeah, thing? the buoyancy of the titties was outstanding. Don't get me wrong. I think I think Amy I think Amy Adams is gorgeous. I love. She I, looks like, great in heels. She I, looks great. Actually, that scene did not need to be actually, in the tub. I liked the tub scene because I liked seeing their relationship. Their relationship. I still didn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. I I didn't believe it. Man of Steel. That that scene helped me believe it a little bit. But more. here, but also, I didn't like the fact that they turned her into a fucking date. Like, yeah, in yeah. the in the serial comics, she was. But like, it's 2016, and you had her utter the lines in the last movie. Like, I'm a Pulitzer winning surprise. It's like we fucking get it. So you're supposed to be really super smart, and like they manufactured her like conflict in the third act. Where she's like, I have to get rid of the spear. And so she throws him into the water and she goes, oh no, I need the spear. And then she goes in and then she's like, oh no, I'm drowning. And it's like, oh my God, like you don't need to be there. Like, and I'm sorry, while like, while Superman's sitting there recovering and you've got this goddamn spear, I, maybe it's just me, but I would have been like, hey, fucking hey, hey, I'm coming. Hey, I'm coming. Hey, I'm coming. Hey, I'm coming. Hey, if, 
she had like gone up to like Wonder Woman and been like, hey, stab him with this, and yeah. she would have been like, okay. Yeah, because Bam. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was handling Doomsday the whole time. Mm. Wonder Woman was a degree, badass. Like, that yeah. lasso, oh my gosh. Yeah, Wonder Woman, awesome. if they were smart, they would have been like, hey, uh, Superman, this shit like hurts him and whatnot, so could you grab it and then like stab mm. him? I and know. That's, but then he would never have earned the title of Superman. But that's but that's but that's the thing though is that like you, you had this like this spear thing is like just a device just so they could kill Superman and like mm. they could have easily like saved that like chunk. Granted, I agree with Sarah. Ballsy to do it in the second movie when you're just like, oh, this is super. Oh fuck, he did. Mm-hmm. I done told you he did. I done told like, you. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's my gripe about Lois Lane is that she was so underused and like they had to like put her in these scenes because I'm sure Amy Adams was like. You need to pay me. You know what, though? One of the most exciting parts about this movie for me was Wonder Woman. Was the uh, foreshadowing to Justice League. And her own movie for that Yeah, exactly. I thought that was really well done. The foreshadowing to Justice League of having the file. I don't don't feel like they needed the, like, like, what was it? It was Cyborg, right? He was coming in like, oh, am I too early? Or whatever. Like, I don't think... No, no, that was Flash. Was that Flash? Sorry. It was Flash in a special armor that he... Okay. It was like a battle armor he was wearing. So, but I I don't think that was particularly necessary but if they just had, it was set up for justice league yeah but if that's they if they did. just yeah. had the file that would have been it that's all the <clears throat> that's all of it that you need and then and i and i liked having the file and i just yeah oh, i wonder oh what was amazing. Please, it was please, please, okay i like the file part but you could have cut that whole part out figured out a different way for diana to get there and put that fucking part at the end of the credits where there should have fucking something okay, okay i will agree with that the fact that like they're like steaming up like batman and superman it's like it's about to fight to go on and all of a sudden it's like you've got mail and she's like oh my god what do i i've got mail let me see this and she's like i like the fact that there's somebody at LexCorp that's like you know what guys these guys need logos i'm gonna make this like you know what Tara, can you get on that he's like yeah i'm gonna make logos for him my specialty like, is icons <laughs> It's like, like the guy who invented all of your fucking uh, logos that you end up putting on your chest is just a guy who's like, I'm the corporate logo maker. Like, like, like no joke. It was like some summer intern who yes. was working in the graphic design marketing department. Like, 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 it, th- that is such a shoehorned way of going like throwing like Dawn of Justice. We should probably have more Justice people in it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What if we did like a found footage thing for the other guys? Like, okay, that fits. And so you get like little bits of Jason Mimosa. Like, that was like, awesome though. Momoa. Wait, Momoa. But, uh, Mimosa. Mimosa. <laughs> 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 sorry. Mimosa. Here's, here's what you I think. You thought on Sunday. I oh, loved the fact that they had Flash do his like, am I too early thing? Because what I liked about it was like, that's the thing that fans could speculate on. They're like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. What do right. you mean too early? What do you mean you can't trust him? Like, and it sets up enough to where you're like, oh, that's Flash. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucking Flash. Because already you've got Batman, you've got Superman, you've got Wonder Woman who's criminally underused in this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was literally just her going like, hey guys, and uh, next year, um, it was I like, mean, it a was new like, fancy dress it, at another <laughs> black tie it event. It was like if Kate McKinnon was playing her, she'd be like, hey guys, um, I'm going to be I'm going to be in a movie next year. Um, you guys should come watch it. Yeah. By the way, here's a photo of me from 1918. <laughs> 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 and the fact that the music cue was just like I love that music though. No, it was great music, but it was like way hand fisting to the audience like, "Guys, you guys well, ready was- for this movie?" And it's like, "I'm ready for it." But don't make me sit I there. I was like, I was like, I'm so ready for it. I want this one I'd to be over watch so Wonder I can Woman watch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And this is the thesis for my my thing is that you've got so many different people coming into this movie. We don't know what their motivations are. Yeah. yeah. And so you you watch all this stuff happening, and you're like, uh, okay. 
And like, why is she there? She's like, I'm after a photo. It's like, well, why is that photo important? Like, it's more than just a preview for yeah. her movie. I think, so I think the thing about... <sighs> Good job, Dave. I, I loved Wonder Woman. I think the most of the gripes that we're all talking about, that we all share for, at various different points, come from the fact that this is literally a comic book that's been put on film. It's not written like a movie is. It's written like a graphic novel is, to the point where they want you to keep watching because they're going to fill in those gaps later. But Yes and no. I think it, we weren't watching a graphic novel put into a movie. I think we were watching graphic novels yes. put into a movie. And that was actually, that's my biggest problem. I, there was too much. There's four to five movies in that one they, movie. They okay. could have they could have completely streamlined it. They could have they could have focused. I mean, if you're gonna do Death of Superman, fucking do Death of Superman. It's so good. Yeah. Make that that own thing. You know, like there's there's so much there that it, there's. I think you're doing a discredit to the source material mm-hmm. by jam packing so much in there. And that that was my biggest gripe. Okay, Sean. I, I agree to uh, to a certain point that they did try to smash too much into this movie. But what Brian's point was earlier is that what Marvel did was is set up all these characters and give them their own movies before this. And I think what DC is doing is they're doing it backwards. They're showing you this shit to make you more interested. Although it seems a lot of people don't care and are not that interested. Mm-hmm. And are showing you those parts later. It's reverse order. And to talk to the point of them versus Marvel uh, more... I think that a lot of the reasons so much was smashed into this movie is because Marvel has made such big waves in the superhero movie industry while yeah, Warner up. Brothers was just trying to do Batman and figuring out Superman that that they they felt like they had to and it yeah. did a disservice. Not to say it's Marvel's fault. I think it's Warner Brothers' fault for trying to keep up with something that they didn't have to keep up with because they're trying to do right. something completely sure. different. Because yeah. if you did individual movies, there's the, there's the market for it. Yeah. Like, if you cock-teased us like, like, if this movie happened to be, like, Superman dealing with the ramifications of the first one, but you threw in Batman in the background, but, like, show that he's, like, seething with anger, and, like... They did co- that, kind no, of, No, 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 what I'm saying is, like, cock tease us. Make us want mm, them to yeah. have each other, because then they could do a third movie where it's, like, okay, it they shit went down in, in part two, now we gotta Yeah, then the three. third movie's just the fight from the end, but extended, and then the death of Superman. Yes. I mean, those are all fair points. Um... It sucks that it couldn't have been done the way we would have liked it to have been done, put together the way we liked it would have liked to have been put together. That being said, I think it's an epic story. I think, you know, you could argue Homer took five different myths and threw them into the Iliad when he made the Iliad. So it's a lot to get through. It's uh, it's definitely a, an exhausting experience to watch it, to me, in a good way. I think it also is one of those movies that deserves multiple viewings to be able to really catch everything that's going on. And I would encourage the people who didn't like the movie after a rest period to give it a second viewing to see if their if their perspective changes. Because, like on my second viewing, there was a couple. I found the problems in the in the movie that I didn't see the first time. And some people's second viewings, they found the things that they liked because they did, but they didn't catch it the first time around. So I'm going to encourage everybody to see it a second time if you haven't seen it a second time. Does anyone else have any any very quick final thoughts before we get the feedback? I do. Just one. I originally said that this was going to be my war against the critics when we first uh, mm-hmm. when we first saw the movie. But you have to realize, and I have to realize, critics are people too. The only problem is, is that somebody 
hired them and put them up on a pedestal and was like, you tell people what movies to see. Go see this movie for yourself. I'm all for somebody who writes blogs about movies and like Sarah said in when she replied to me in the text message, who are garnering their revenue just from people visiting their site because they're just a normal person who all these other people agree with. These people that are professional, quote-unquote, critics that hate this movie, you got to take what they say with a grain of salt. And I take it when they're positive about things that I like, too, where I'm like, yeah, well, you might just be sucking some, you know, corporate dick. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, I mean, I think when we look at that, the, there is a discrepancy between what the critics said and what the fans say, but I think the fans... The, the, people the critics who, and the fans both agreed on a lot of things. That's yeah. why I said, you know, they're human, too. Yeah. But take their opinion just like when your buddy tells you, hey, I saw it and I like it, and your buddy either agrees or usually disagrees with you on movies. Right. Yeah, and I, and I think it's also kind of fair to say that the anticipation for this movie is what led to having such a good, successful box office and and people really... You know, wanting to see the pro- wanting to see it because of the properties, because of the titles that were involved here. And um, I-, I will say it's very interesting. I did read something that said that um, it had a larger Friday to Sunday drop off than Fantastic Four did. Ooh. Well, it also was yeah. Easter, so sun the people were doing That's shit. True. Yeah, they also yeah, which Fourth I found on DC stick. for making it or in Marvel, not these aren't Marvels, so DC and. Warner Brothers for releasing a movie on Good Friday. Well, like, well, yeah, but you gotta. That's the well, day that you gotta kill comic book Jesus. Is the day yeah. that they killed real Jesus. It would have been way better if on Easter they were like, "Surprise! The next movie we already had ready and are releasing, and you had no fucking idea." And it's called Superman Is Risen. <laughs> uh, exactly. Okay, so Roxy and Sarah have actually got to go. So, guys, you want to give your little piece out before we? Uh, yeah, uh, because Roxy and I are about to go watch Dead 7 premiere, so what up? All right, uh, bye. See ya. See ya. Uh, Seriously, no, are you guys really going to watch, is that the fucking boy bands versus the zombie movies? Yes, it is. (laughs) Now that the ladies are gone. Listener feedback. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, I want to say thank you to one of our listeners who, uh, actually was Carlos, who wanted to wish us happy Easter and sent us a picture of a xenomorph painting alien eggs, like yes. Easter eggs. Thank you, you dick. Hey, hey, and by the we, way, Carlos, we're happy that you are recovering. He just had some pretty major surgery, and we were right there with you, buddy. We hope that listening to us helped you through that. And yeah. if not, ah, well, you probably would have healed faster. So yeah. think about that. Um, so anyway, and obviously, Carlos, I'm kidding. It was actually kind of funny. I even thought it was pretty funny. Um, so thank you for that. We I hope you're doing well. Sean, one that I, I don't Yeah, know. right after Brian cleaned the shit out of his pants. and <laughs> I sent one know. of Sean. It was like a painting or it looked like a sculpture or like a candy or something where like there's an egg that's open. It's like an Easter egg. And then there's like the Easter bunny on the ground with like a face hugger on. <laughs> yeah, face. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I had to send that to Sean. <laughs> that's actually really it's funny. It's epic, yeah. And um, then what was that thing you guys – or someone sent me uh, – uh, it was the Iron Man's Mark 43 suit mixed with a Xenomorph body. Yeah, it, it was, was kind of it was kind of weird. I've seen that one too. Can oh, I just... No, you didn't, Brian. You glanced at it, and then once you were not catatonic, <laughs> shitting yourself. Can I just say, uh, since we're talking about Iron Man, because I saw a meme that I thought was really funny. So they're like they're making fun of like Batman and Superman, and they're like, oh, "Would you would you just come best friends?" Yep. There's one where it's like, "This is how Civil War will end," and like there's there's Iron Man on the ground, and he goes like, "Wait." like you killed my friend james and like captain america looks at him and goes like wait 
you have a friend named James? He goes, yeah, I have a friend named James. And then it's like, Civil War. Just show like the best friends <laughs> now. Wait, James Buchanan Barnes. Bucky's name is James? He's the name of his best friend? Yeah. Over Twitter, we got uh, a couple different tweets. One I, I wanted to share was from Jenna. She said that awesome moment when you one of your fave podcasts follows you back, and she posted that meme of uh, jo- yeah. Jonah Hill um, from Get Him to the Greek. Jonah Hill from Get Him to the Greek when he's playing that music for his uh, girlfriend to try to convince her to go to the concert. And she's going, <sighs> okay, full disclosure, never saw Get Him to the Greek. Oh, you need to see Get Him to the Greek. It's awesome. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, I saw, I saw Forgetting Sarah Marshall. You're fucking fired, Dave. It's I... actually better than Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's a better movie. <sighs> yeah, forget Sarah Marshall, Dave. It's all about Get Him to the Greek. Yeah. We we got uh, another one from Night Howler who said that wasn't Batman. Uh, sorry, thanks, Nerdonomy. I will never accept a Batman that kills. It was quoting that that wasn't Batman. Batman doesn't kill. We said that on one of our previous episodes. <laughs> well, so. surprise, surprise. He straight yeah. up kills fools. Yeah, yeah, he, but I mean, if we really are we really attached to this fucking like Batman doesn't kill? Honestly, Look, okay. <laughs> That's your Batman. Honestly, That's fine. So it's okay for him. It's like Daredevil. You could just maim the shit out of people. <laughs> Honestly, if you want to see a great, uh, a great Batman killing people, but still trying to retain his 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 virtuous nature, watch Pete Val Holmes Kilmer. playing oh. Batman <laughs> with Pat Oswalt as the Penguin. <laughs> He's like Batman, Batman. <laughs> What are those small, spiky things on your wrist? He's like, it's what I learned in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, he's like, sleeping. Shh. He's sleeping. Just okay. like Mr. Fishing. <laughs> I overfed my my parents. <laughs> oh, Pete Holmes. Wait, wait, wait. You don't know what death is? Wait, so, <laughs> Sean, why don't you read the next one? Let's do the one from, uh, from March 20th. All right. The next piece of feedback is from Drennan. Uh, subject, Dark Lord of the Ring. Hey, nerds, I was catching up on backlogs and just listened to the Lord of the Rings episodes, and I just wanted to throw out that I think the one ring is essentially Slytherin's locket between being worn around the neck and the slow mental corruption of the wearer. Also, if you haven't seen the bonus Easter egg scenes that are hidden in the extended editions, you should check them out. Keep up the great work. Are they trying to cross over Harry Potter with the Lord of the Rings? So many nerds that are, like, so, like, you, I have to keep... It's like... Those types of nerds that are out there, and I mean no disrespect, but they're like, I don't want my peas to touch my mashed potatoes. Like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. Brennan just like put them all into one and he spit them up. He's like, look, fuckers, I'm going to do it. Next yeah. piece of feedback comes from Rach. Uh, her username is Shark Girl Rach. Rach? Uh, Ra- like Rachel. Oh, shit. Uh, shark Girl Rach. Tell us if that means you're a shark fan or you just, you know, enjoy the marine animal. Or, or if you're a like fan Lava of Girl, Like, like <laughs> Lava, what is it? Shark Boy and Lava Girl? No, it's vice yeah. versa. Oh, no, it is Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That's right. Yes, it is, Brian. That's right. Ooh. Yes, it is. That's right. I forgot. That was what launched Taylor Lautner's career. Oh, so that's who we have to blame. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> was he shirtless? No. No. That's their problem. Uh, he was also 12. So, uh, or probably yeah, like shirtless 14. 12-year-olds are my bag, baby. No, no, no. Come on, Sean. We know I said it's right here in this this shirtless 12 year old and me this sort of thing <laughs> is my, my bag, bag baby <laughs> by sean moyarty the book i'm holding right now <laughs> hey uh fbi uh sean could be found at uh 90 <laughs> i got i got 11. that whole dexter thing going on you send them over here they're just gonna put in a lot of man hours and not find a goddamn thing because it's all wrapped in plastic and floating in the bay and that is a recorded confession ladies and gentlemen <laughs> So. I was just gonna say, Sean, just go to jail. Apparently, Jared gets cake day. Like you'd totally be fine. I mean, you'll yeah, get the shit kicked out of you. But there's cake day. Go on. I'm just gonna start over. So uh, the next piece of feedback comes from Rach Shark Girl Rach, as her username goes. 
Subject is simply awesome. I have been listening since the beginning of the of the year, originally to Nerds on Film to assist my, in my film studies at university, but soon started to listen to Nerds on History, and it has taken Ooh. over my life in a good way. She um, must be European because she said at university. Yeah, she's from Europe. Um, and most of it, the rest of it is for Nerds on History, but we just wanted to say thanks for listening to Nerds on Film first. Because usually it's the other way around. People listen to Nerds on History and then she find Nerds on like, Film. probably like, oh my god, there's got to be a better show on their network. Oh, there is. That may or may not be a good thing. They may be like, oh, this will help me in my film class. Oh, no, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> and please, please, in a film class at some point, be like, now, podcaster Sean Moriarty, a.k.a. author of 12-Year-Old Shirtless Boys and Me, this sort of thing is my bag, baby, sick, clearly said... That this dick character, was bigger than everybody else. say that dick. out loud in class. And record yourself with your phone, and then also take a picture of your failing grade and send it to us. <laughs> you guys said you'd help with my film theory class. <laughs> um, I quoted you in my film theory class, and they expelled me. Uh, actually, that was the last email. Uh, guys, thank you for giving us the feedback. If you want to continue to give us that feedback, you can head up to hit us up at nerdonomy.com and click a, on the Talk to Us button. Yeah. Give us some feedback there. Uh, you can also, while you're there, by the way, hit us up with a donation or, you know, buy a t-shirt. They're all kind of cool. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just go on the interwebs and search for Nerdonomy. I promise you, you will find us. But more importantly, I think what you can do, guys, and I think you agree with, agree with me on this too, is that just spread the word of nerd. Tell your friends and family. Spread the word of nerd like a bird turd. <laughs> exactly. Spread the word of nerd. The word of nerd. By the way, we have to explain that one nerd. more time. When a bird shits at 10,000 feet, it just like atomizes and goes everywhere. So we want probably our... probably in bird shit right Yeah. Now. We want you to shit essentially at 10,000 feet and spread particles of our podcasts all over the world so that they know about it. Okay. Yeah. Whatever they that say. That was actually... <laughs> That Dave was actually just surprisingly looks just deep. So, like, is this what happens now? Is this what happens when the podcast? <laughs> He's like, fired? no wonder I left the show. Jesus, <laughs> boy, did you guys jump the shark? Oh, we jumped the shark. Then we went back. We fucked the shark. Then we left for fifteen minutes. Then we went back and killed the shark. <laughs> anyway, just like Doug Wilson. Silicon Valley jokes. Silicon Valley he's killing, jokes. He's killing the sharks. He's um, killing the San Jose sharks. <laughs> Dave, thanks for coming back, man. We missed you, buddy. I uh, I have never been with the Matrix episode, and then this one. Like I was so viscerally excited to 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 talk about. I still feel like I could talk about this movie for hours. Oh, we we could have. This could have been like, a three hour podcast. This could have been three hours of us breaking down because we didn't even get to the dream sequences and how. We touched on them. Sort of. I, I would have liked to have talked about more like how much I felt like that was so under underdeveloped, one. And two, there's a deleted scene where apparently like fucking Jesse Eisenberg is talking to Darkseid like right before he's captured. Not Darkseid, uh, Steppenwolf. Who? Steppenwolf is one of Darkseid's henchmen. Yeah. Okay. There's also you they did, the, they probably wanted that to not look as much like Thor too. I also like, I I actually really want. I agree with you. I actually really want to see the three-hour director's cut because I think there's a lot of things that make more sense. I don't know if you're going to like it, Brian, because I've been hearing that Batman drops the F-bomb a lot Good. in that version. Good, because Batman should say fuck. Is that, are you His being parents serious? parents are dead, dead, for God's serious. sake. Oh, well, that'll be interesting. Dave, thank you again. Much appreciated. We missed you. Yay. You're welcome back anytime. <laughs> Duh. Except when I say no. Okay. Nerds, it is that time. <laughs> so... Until we meet again, stay nerdy and tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd channel, nerdonomy.com. Peace! And roll credits.
And now, famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. I'm a friend of your son's. I figured. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not here to hurt you. I'm a friend of your son's. (laughs) That's fucked up.